lovely Catherine Ryan with Hello. us. Hello. I love how you're flirting with your listeners. You're touching your hair. Am I? I'm fl- yeah, it's <laughs> funny how we do that. I flirt with everyone. Like, I flirt with girls. I flirt with boys. I flirt with everyone. That's a good thing. Anyway, so words of wisdom, as we discussed before, is just stuff that I find interesting. And we were chatting about before we I pressed record on the button. Yeah. About how I need to get a new cleaner because my cleaner's not good. Because well, she's probably really good if you're a normal person. Mm. But I have OCD. Yes. And I notice things like I find myself like doing some kind. Not that I'm like some wealthy landowner but I, did. I think you are <laughs> that's how I look I, at you I did run my finger across a picture frame the other day there and go hmm. <gasps> which isn't good you are a wealthy landowner I mean when I got here I didn't know which door to knock at to get in <laughs> that is a sign of a wealthy landowner <laughs> okay I love your house I love your house you can I'm a rent ver- out I'm a very um I'm a, I'm a poor uh, property owner because everything I have is in my house that's and right I think I own maybe the front door and the bank owns the rest of it no 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 and it's um it's good that you, you get encouragement throughout the day because you live close to Emirates Stadium. So every once in a while, you just be walking around the house and everyone goes, yeah, yeah, it is. It's brilliant. It's, like good that. That. it's good for that. It's good Well, but you what you need is a cleaner. But... Yeah, I saw a television program where they matched up uh, obsessive compulsive disorders with people who were hoarders or had really messy houses. Awesome. And that's what you need. So I need, yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing because you said it was exploiting the disease. And I, it kind, is. Of, I kind of feel like it's matching skill sets, isn't it? Yeah. Because I am, um, there was a thing in, um, it must have been about a year or two ago, I read in the paper that they'd taken in Germany, because Germans are quite good at like at thinking cleansing. outside the box. <laughs> Not cleansing. No, let's, let's let, I was going to say let's let bygones be bygones, but I don't think some, some people would agree let's with say that. say that to a Jew. <laughs> Maybe not say that. <laughs> but um, what they've done is they had uh, found a way to get all the, lots of the, the street hookers off the street, oh. and they had, you know, exploited the skill set of a prostitute, mm-hmm. which is that they have zero fear of human contact, they're very good at putting people at their ease and they're not disgusted by bodily fluids. So they make perfect people to work in old people's homes. So they've got lots of prostitutes off the streets and got them jobs in old people's homes. That is good. Which is brilliant, really, because, you know, and people go, oh, what are they going to do with the old men? And like, no, I don't think prostitutes want to be prostitutes. I think no. it's just where you, you know, a few... You're right. A few wrong choices have led you. And I saw a program about how sex workers often work with the elderly and infirmed or disabled people and help them they help the yeah so hey germany you've done one good thing <laughs> we're uh, gonna let you off yeah that's fine now they've helped the hookers um i want a gypsy cleaner do you i know that that's maybe Are controversial we as well into racist territory i don't no, know no 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 all we're straying into is television territory okay all my references are from channel 4 documentaries and do you watch channels for documentaries or is it I mainly do. TLC? I watch TL- I watch it all. And I like um the the, the Big Fat Gypsy Weddings program, which I, is my avenue I for knowledge that. about well, gypsies. My daughter um introduced me to that because my twelve year old's quite into TLC. She likes Cake Boss. Mm. She likes um the gypsy wedding one. Yeah. Where those girls are so pure and don't sleep with anyone but no. dance like yeah. Oh my gosh, they dress and dance like their role models. Katie Price isn't oh yeah it's definitely on the menu I don't understand well they value looking sexy even if you're not they value the tease and they value the it's it's a strange maybe it's a lot more honest because we kind of value that as well Mm. but we pretend we don't and all the magazines it's kind of like you look shit here's how to look more attractive well Britney Spears did that she was allegedly a virgin writhing around on a snake 
Really? You know? Yeah, Miley Cyrus does this childlike innocence with the pigtails and the teddy bears and then twerks into a man's midlife crisis ridden <laughs> crotch. I mean, we yeah, do that, that. That ended up really well for him, didn't it? That, that planned out really well for Robbie. I know. He's, he's, his wife's gone, fuck you, I'm done. I, I love that. He was like, she supports me. She's my best friend. Yeah. She's going to tear his income in two. That's how, she, that's how I treat my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Humiliate them in public with another woman. How do you, does your daughter like Miley Cyrus? She doesn't know who Miley Cyrus is. My I'm daughter sure. is nearly five. She'll be five. You should come to the party. I'll be there. We have a magician. Um, Edward Hilsom. He's British. He's young. I first met him when he was 16. And he's an amazing so, magician. Is this a confession? Here? Nothing weird. No. <laughs> um, he's an angel and he's so talented. He does magic. You know how there's... I have the view of magic that Simon Cowell's got. Where you're like, well, I kind of don't like magicians. And then you see one that does it properly and makes it modern and steps outside the box. And, I mean, literally. Steps outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. And leaves a bunny rabbit. And that, yeah, that's the end of the show. And he can make doves appear from fire. And he can, uh, he had this cage full of doves and then he threw the cage and magically it was gone. And I had to get on stage after him. I was comparing and the cage was gone. There was no trap door. It was some shitty little venue. It, it, he's amazing. Oh, really? I'm, I'm you need to that. come. Yeah. I, really I went to him um, when I was in LA for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a place called the Magic Castle. Have you heard about the Magic no. Castle? Um, you know, in London, there's lots of private members clubs where all the sort of celebrities go and hang out. Yeah. And you have to be a member to get in. Well, the Magic Castle is for magicians. And if you're you know, aware of the shows they do in Vegas and all over the place, magic's oh, yeah. a pretty big deal in mm-hmm. US show business. So you have to be signed in by a magician. And you go in there and it's you go into the um, the hallway and the woman says, Welcome to the Magic Castle. And um, if you'd like to enter, just say Open Sesame to this, the, the owl in the bookcase. And you're like, what? So, you know, you see open sesame and the door swings open. Obviously, she presses a button under a fucking table or something. Did she have a German accent? Was she <laughs> cleansed from the streets for this job? But she, um, but the door opens and you go into this, um, the magic castle and you can have dinner there and there's a magic show and there's loads of magicians wandering around. Wow. Loads of sort of uh, Liberace style facelifts, you know, oh, obviously with no. people attached to them. But it's for extraordinary. Now. It's extraordinary. People that look like they might be kept alive by animatronics. And who signed you in? A who? guy who was a magician who um, was over from the, visiting from the UK. Who was over for I think he'd been in Doctor Who, so he was okay. over for some Doctor Who convention. I want to go. It's really it's weirdly you know how when somebody invites you to I've got that policy that when somebody invites me to something that I've got no idea what it's going to be like. Yeah, you just you go. And the kids went. No, the kids didn't oh, no go. Kids. It was after hours. Oh. And there was a woman there who might, might have been about 80 or 90, but she was a ballerina. And she's got that, you know, that sinewy ballerina frame mm. with no meat on her at all. Yeah. Picking at salads. <gasps> Just sort of proper freak show. LA is a freak show. <laughs> I thought it was going to be really... I haven't been in a long time. I think it might have been nearly 10 years ago that I went. Like eight years ago. Um, and I thought it was going to be beautiful, beautiful people. It was all going to be Hollywood. It's not that at all. It could be grim. It, well, it's the kind of the, the most ex- it's the most extreme place. Yes. I think so. You see the most beautiful people and the people at the lowest, and yeah. da- you know, down in their luck, and and people that, go- that flock there for opportunity. And yeah. you know, if they'll say, you know, if the if the well, I went to some acting class and the guy said, well, you know, if the UK is um, the 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 World Series, uh, Hollywood is the Olympics. Oh, so, God. Right. Okay. 
I like you, <laughs> but I hate actors. <laughs> I, really? I think they, an actor, okay, you have a 99.9% chance it's going to be an absolute dickhead. <laughs> yeah. And have you met one that's just made your teeth itch? All of them. Really? Every single one, <laughs> except for you, your husband, some yeah, comic actors, comic I think, actors still have sleep. a soul. Well, that's because we drive 40 miles for a yeah. 25-pound gig, still. I'm just terrified. When you talk about a soul, um, it was Kristen Stewart, I think, who said it best. She was describing her role in Twilight, and uh, she wasn't working for a while. Uh-huh. Just took some time to have a holiday, took some time off to like cheat on her boyfriend. I don't know what it was about. And she <laughs> said, uh, oh, I don't like when I'm not working because I don't know who to be. She said, I don't have a script. Nobody tells me who to be. I don't know who to be. And I was like, that's because you're a vampire. <laughs> you're all soulless creatures and they're always looking for who to be how bizarre mm-hmm. i remember a teacher at school telling me that the reason that actors and actresses got married so often was because and couldn't stay in a, a long-term relationship was because they just become the person they think their partner wants yeah and then they can't sustain that because they kind of suck everything at their partner and then go Okay, what do I do now? Well, and you can't have that role forever. You gotta that move can't on. Can't be every actor and actress, can it? No, I told you it's ninety nine point nine percent. Just the successful ones. <laughs> God, I hate them. I'm afraid of them. Really? Yes, yes. You've sat in castings, and they're just leeches, <laughs> horrible <laughs> human beings. Just like, what have you been doing? What are you up to? What are you going for? And just this fake smile. That, that's who you need to be afraid of. Really? Yeah. I think that's where the devil, the, de- the soul of the devil is going to lurk in an actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just feel sad. They make me sad. Because a lot of them... But you've done a bit of acting, haven't you? Just by accident, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but if your agent's listening, you're remarkable. No. <laughs> that's my selling point. I will come in, and I will work hard, and I will not be an asshole. What's my motivation? I'll try my best as, as much as I can. Just promise. turn up with clean hair and on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all you go. That's, that's all, all makeup artist wants. You turn up with clean hair on time. They fix you up. I'm 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 nice to work with. That's why I get work. Not because I'm talented. Not that at all. You can't rely on <laughs> I don't talent. That. I don't believe that. Um, what words of wisdom have you got for us this week? What what have, what has interested you this week? Um, I think it's mean to get any pleasure. From the pain of celebrities. Yeah. They're but people Here comes too. a big caveat. Yeah. But. but. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but I'm very interested in um, Solange as Jay-Z's 100th problem in wow. the New York um, Standard Hotel lift. And the guy's just been sacked, apparently. The guy who released the footage. Oh, of course been he sacked. has been. Yeah. Worth it. He doesn't have yeah, to work I know, again. I love it. He's been sacked from his, what, six dollar an hour job <laughs> yeah. and he's made half a million bucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know how much the video was, you know, cost and, and how no. much TMZ paid for it, but oh, a lot, a lot. I've read things to oh, say really? that it would be a huge because Jay Z and Beyonce are so untouchable. They're not this kind of couple who offer themselves to the media. Exactly. So I had a theory about that because you know, and you're a brilliant piece of material that you, you do about her, the about Destiny's Child. Mm. It's um, the, the the members of Destiny's Child are Beyonce. Who else is in it? Kelly. Kelly. And Michelle. And Michelle, right. But um, Kelly was married this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Mm. Or did you miss the coverage because it was all blown <laughs> off the front pages by Jay-Z and Solange having a fight? Poor Kelly. Poor Kelly. Unless Queen Bey- Beyonce's gone 
We're not having any coverage on that. Yeah. Let's have a fight and a lift. Yes. No one will know about Kelly getting married because it's all about me. <laughs> it only could have been better if it was Michelle's <laughs> wedding. Michelle would be like, not again. <laughs> Why? Oh, poor Kelly. That's funny because I did see it only because I'm mental and I know everything that's going on. But um, I did not see... That it was, of course, covered up. It's a PR stunt because it's blown oh. off the front page by Beyonce and Jay-Z. What I think is funny is that the hotel have come out and said, listen, we respect the privacy of our guests. We're so sorry this got leaked. If you would like to come and kick the shit out of someone in our lifts, <laughs> we welcome you and we will not, you know, we'll protect you. That is a safe haven. Got Mike Tyson and every other wife beater in the yeah. country checking in. The best place to kill someone is now... <laughs> In a standard hotel lift, you will not be caught. That's a great thing. Yeah, that's a selling point. Unless, because all these PR stunts. I mean, like, the, I, mean, I know there's PR stunts where like um, PR companies that are looking after celebrities mm. and also like hotels or restaurants will say, and the celebrity ran to this hotel in the Caribbean for solace, and like you know, on the front page of the Sun, it'll have the name of the hotel and all advertising. You just cannot buy. But it's all been carefully manual because like PR that that wasn't you know the show I did about secrets. I yes, about. I always t- I talked about PR being sneaky advertising because oh yeah you don't know you know like you'll read something in the paper and you'll think this doesn't sound like a story it sounds a little bit like a, a press release saying that someone's brilliant yeah. <laughs> you can yeah go they've just got it in from a PR who's just run it like that yeah all the stuff seems to happen when you've got a film coming out yeah what's the theory that you have about Beyonce and Jay Z and Solange. I think is it Solange or Solange? Solange. I didn't even know that was a name. Solange. Beyonce is not a name yeah, either. Right they just make like sounds like, <laughs> into words. Um, Solange. Yeah, she I think has probably had an interesting life as being. Can you imagine being Beyonce's little sister? It's difficult, and I've That's seen her in interviews before, where she's very defensive about being introduced as the sister of, you know, or the my brother-in-law. She said to very rudely to a woman interviewing her. I think it's unprofessional to introduce me um, associated with my brother-in-law and his enterprise and Beyonce. I'm my own artist. And the lady was like, oh, okay, sorry. But not yet. Shit, that, that may be so, Solange. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason we know who you are. Well, that's tough, though. Yeah. Okay, we will remove any association. Oh, and now you work in McDonald's. But I think she's talented in her own right, but you just can't. She's You'll very never. stylish, though. I think that I think that the, the um, Knowles sisters have done very well to escape the costumes that their mother put them in when they started performing. The House of Darion. Oh, my God. What was it called? The House of Darion. The House of Darion. Also not a word. Yeah. Oh, really? I you, love it. they have a name? Yeah, the House of Darion. That's um, Tina Knowles. You know Beyonce's mum's name. Oh, of I course love I it. You're a fountain of knowledge. And Matthew. No, it's Matthew, the dad. Her, her dad, yeah. Okay. Slash manager until she sacked him very, well, not super recently, maybe three years ago. She when she married Beyonce, uh, Jay-Z. Basically. Well, yes. Oh, maybe um, he's the master manipulator. He is. Matthew and Tina Knowles adopted Kelly, I think, at some point as well, where Kelly was in their house or living with them. But not Michelle. For a period of time. Not <gasps> well, Michelle wasn't part of Destiny's Child then. Destiny's Child had two other members. And they went against Beyonce. Oh, you don't go against Beyonce. You don't go, and that's why Michelle is so quiet. They said, who can we get? It's going to be a won't speak. lovely little Christian soprano. Oh, really? <laughs> and they got Michelle, yeah. And so she doesn't cause any problems. Uh, and then... <laughs> 
and Kelly and Beyonce always had almost a sister thing and with Solange as well Solange uh, was a teen mom she got pregnant really young by a footballer oh really yeah and so oh and okay all this stuff about the lift Solange has deleted Beyonce from her Instagram cleared all photos of her sister then cleared all remaining photos apart from one photo of her son with the caption one day he will be a man so I think what does that mean I think He's coming for Jay-Z. Her father apparently cheated on Tina Knowles, I think. Allegedly, that was the breakdown of their relationship. Can we get sued for any of this chat? Not if you say allegedly. Okay. I mean, or or if no one listens, we'll be fine. And I'm pretty much (laughs) always right. (laughs) So, And no one takes on Beyonce. And no one takes on Catherine Ryan. That's interesting to know. No, I'm not taking on Beyonce. I'm saying I think that it was reported. I don't know about that, but Jay-Z has a very naughty past. Well, there's a, some there's some rapper not put in one of her songs that Jay-Z asked for her number and she said not while Beyonce was around. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Who, Who was, was that? that? Oh, I thought you might know. Shall I Google it and then we can... Google it. Um, Jay-Z has links with like Blue it. Cantrell and his daughter's called Blue. Remember, so I went to Nima Marcus on a shopping spree, uh, and on the way grab yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia. Yeah, if you mess up, you got him. Hit him up, hey ladies. If your men wanna get buck wild, that's what Solange was listening to. Then go up and hit him up style. <laughs> I saw that um that hashtag. What did Jay Z say to Solange? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I think Perez Hilton said. He said, stop taking so much cocaine, you're embarrassing us. Oh, no. So I was kind of like, wonder where that's from. Okay. Well, but I don't know. They're probably all at it. I mean, I think Beyonce is usually very composed and very stoic. And the she, fact that she didn't leap in to defend her man. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, kind of it is the bodyguard's job to do that. But also, I felt so sorry for that bodyguard because not only was he like holding Solange, he was still trying to press the buttons on the lift. The and you're thinking, fucking Beyonce, throw him a bone. Press a button on the lift while he's holding your no. jellyfishing sister. They need to be doing it all. These bodyguards are ex, like, S, what's it called? CIA. Usually they're military. They've got oh, really? some Russian spy background. Most of them, yeah, if you want to be a top level um well i've seen the film with kevin costner but i just thought that was mainly fiction no i think it's true i met justin bieber once briefly (gasps) and he had bodyguards and i mean bodyguards they weren't the biggest guys but they were had fast eyes yes did they look like bond villains like like um that's exactly what they were really Mm -hmm. and they were just their their eyes were everywhere and they see i bet there's this whole behind the scenes illuminati shit going on with all them I think so as well. Do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Okay. This female rapper is called Amil. She finally addresses the long-time um, uh, Jay-Z r- rumours that she had a behind-the-scenes behind romance with Jay-Z. I think why it matters. She's with Rockefeller. Oh, well, Rockefeller. People used to chat about Rihanna and Jay-Z. People have always had... I've got a really interesting feeling about... I mean, I think it's interesting. I don't say, I'm about to say something really interesting. Take note. Um, I saw a clip of Rihanna on stage and she got one of her fans up and she sort of sat on him and writhed on him and mm. he had these hands on her breast and on her ass and she was putting his hands on him. I was kind of thinking, I wonder if like from such a young age, if your body has been involved in what you do, if you sort of don't have the same... I mean, I don't know about you, but I um, have three children mm. and uh, it takes me a long time to be with someone to take... To, I've, I've, I've taken my clothes off in front of someone I don't know that well before. Yeah. 
but uh, there was a lot of alcohol involved. <laughs> but these kids jump around on stage with fuck all on, getting their asses groped and their tits felt. And I don't know, I don't know if it's one step away from just jumping into bed with someone because you don't feel that it's that big a big a deal. Or they jump into bed with people as well. There, there was this big study on how thirteen-year-old girls thought that kissing was more intimate than a blowjob. Mm-hmm. It's so worrying because there's a problem with thrush in schools at the minute because they're giving so many like, oral thrush. What? Well, they're giving blood. Like, you know, if you look at porn. Yeah. When I was at school, it was like kissing on the mouth, kissing with tongues. I'm going through the stages mm-hmm. of what you might let a boy do to you. Let a boy do to you because you knew it was your body back then. Um, kissing, kissing with tongues. Maybe a fumble on top of the blouse, yeah. fumble underneath the blouse, then a fumble with an undone bra strap. Not off. Nope. But the bra strap was undone, so he'd got a bit of flesh. Then maybe fingering. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, and then sex. Yeah. And then, after sex, oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> Only when you've been going out with someone for a while. Yeah. And anal sex wasn't even on the menu. Absolutely not on the menu. Whereas now, it's like kissing with tongues, blowjob, sex, anal. I know girls who had anal sex so that they would remain virgins. <laughs> what? Technical virgins. Seriously? Yeah. Technical virgins. That's what the church teaches you. You can so, let him like... Is this this true love waits thing? It is. Because true love waits is that, um, for those of you who don't know, it's um, a, a sort of sect in America where mm. girls get these sort of chastity rings on their wedding finger and it says true love waits on it. Yeah. And that means they're not going to have sex till they get married. But in states with a high incidence of true love weights, they have also a high incidence of rectal problems, don't they? <laughs> Those girls are having lots of anal yeah. sex. Because true love doesn't really wait that long. Oh my God. <laughs> true love hurts. True love does. It's God. messed up. I don't know. But I think the reason why this, uh, the meta-narrative, if you will, of this Jay-Z, Beyonce, Solange, Lyft incident, people's lives aren't our business. But when those people are icons huge icons and beyonce specifically um is an icon for motherhood and monogamy and power when you think that perhaps that's a lie and this is facade put on and something sinister might be going on beneath the scenes that's really demoralizing i i hate it i feel like women take cheating so personally and i think that if beyonce is perhaps, who knows, we don't know what happened, but if Solange is in some way protecting her sister for something that he was unfaithful maybe or did something to her, like what chance do the rest of us have? It's really sad. It just well, doesn't matter who you are. Do you marry a man who, do you, think, do you think if you're both on the same level, a relationship's going to work? Or do you think you need somebody who's in a stronger position and someone who's in a weaker position? I think you just need someone who's not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and that well, goes Jay- for both yeah. sexes. Jay-Z's songs don't really paint him to be the most sweet doting man does he do they I don't even? know I find him to be likable I respect I, in a world of sharing and desperation there's something that I like about their um calm confidence okay and his songs yeah there's uh what's the song drunken love yeah eat the cake well, she, anime. yeah eat the cake anime that, and that's a famous line that um that Ike Turner said to Tina Turner is that banging next door? I do apologize for the bang and ask the builders next door to not bang for an hour. But apparently... I'm getting a blowjob under the desk. That's is that what it is? is. <laughs> Someone's head just knocking. Just sucking on someone. your massive cock. Is yeah. that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I might kiss him later. Who knows? I'll be fighting. Or we were coming up with theories the other night there about the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing that um, 
maybe in actual fact, Beyonce's a lesbian and Jay-Z's married to Solange. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Just a big cover story. That's a really Because funny. then you look, I mean, if you look at all this stuff back in history... Like that we didn't know they didn't know about then. Like Marilyn Monroe and JFK having an affair mm-hmm. that was rumored in the sixties. It was never going to happen. You know, it was not a thing. And now we know it's a thing. Yeah. What if the Barack Obama and Beyonce story is true and they're both <gasps> just at it? Because it was all over the French press two months back, wasn't it? Then he's cheating on me with two women. Oh. Who Barack? Yeah. Is he your next in line? No, not really. I don't think we should trust him either. Well, you know, I, I think if you want to be a politician, there is something fundamentally wrong with yeah, you. Yeah. It's like being a comedian. Or an actress. I, yeah, I wouldn't go out with a comic for the same reason I wouldn't go out with a politician. Yeah, I don't like... 100% sure. Good liars. They're scary. I don't know. Barack Obama's very charismatic, though. And I, I don't think anything's going on with him and Beyonce. There's just no way. That would be too big of a story. In today's day and age, they couldn't keep that secret. No, I think you'd be amazed what they can keep secret. Well, psh, yeah, I would. I saw this horrible thing about 9-11 the other night. And I know there are conspiracy theories. I do not think that that was set up by America in any way. But it certainly changed privacy laws. Oh, really? Didn't it? Oh, yes, because there was a bill where, let's say you went on Google, for example, and you searched for cats and puppies and wicker baskets and, Uh like, hamburgers. They knew that user 1145 searched for all those things, but they didn't know your name or where you lived. And now, on your birthday, Google... Your homepage will be, happy birthday, Wendy. They know. They know when it's your birthday. They know everything you buy, everything you look at, all the search words you put in. They know who you are and where you are. And uh, post 9-11, George W. Bush was able to pass the Patriot Act, which Uh is a bill that says the government can go into all that stuff, phone tapping, emails, everything, to stop or prevent terrorism. Now, prevent is a very scary word. Uh Uh-huh. And that changed it. And now we're being marketed to and sold to all the time. That information is not being used to fight terror. It's being used to sell you like car wax. Well, they say that for like when it says you want to allow Google Maps. Yeah. Your location. It's not to do with, find, you know, helping you get into town any quicker. No. It's helping you, it's selling stuff to you. The CIA said, thank you for Facebook. It's the most, we could never have imagined that we just luck out on an entire society of people offering to tell us exactly where they are and what they think. Well, I, I'm a guy who worked for MI6 and he said that um, Twitter's been one of the most valuable things because if it's a company head or something who's in Geneva, mm. like, oh, look at the weather in Geneva, is amazing. He's there to meet one of three people and maybe two of them are on holiday in the Caribbean, so you know who they're meeting. And if they'll be meeting that person, it's probably to discuss this thing. Yeah. And also, like even simple things, like I didn't realize um, if you're searching for flights to disable cookies. Do you know this? Oh no, why? This will be handy for traveling because you Google. I don't know. Say we're like I'm gigging in Dublin next month, so I'm looking up flights London to Dublin, and I t- search London to Dublin and look at the flights and think, yeah, whatever. And then I go in again, and the, and Google's going, oh, she really wants to go to Dublin. Let's just whack the flights up. Oh. So every time you go back on that page, the flight will have gone up a little bit. Because they know you really want to go. Oh. If you disable cookies and go back in, it's likely to be back at the original price that you first found it. That has happened to me, and I didn't realize it was cookies doing it. They've named it something so attractive as well. It's cookies. Well, it's like this, yeah. <laughs> this website uses fluffy kittens. Yeah. <laughs> fluffy kittens. It's still fluff. really sinister. Well, someone was uh, talking about new smartphones coming out. There's no passcode anymore. It's just fingerprints to get in okay and then they were saying oh i don't really know how i feel about smartphones 
having my fingerprints. And Frankie Boyle tweeted, uh, you don't think they have your fingerprints <laughs> already? Oh Touch my screen. God. Yeah. It's terrifying. Do you think they have all that stuff? They just help yes. themselves. Of course they do. And also like phone tapping. I was told that if your phone, there's like trigger words that make them, make them listen in. Mm. Um, you thump in your cup of tea. Sorry, and sorry. sorry. Pops you. Um, there's fingerprint, that fingerprints. There's trigger words that set off. Yes. What you so like you know if you if I was to bring the phone to you and say Al Qaeda and I don't know but I don't know what they all are but um and you hear the phone click you know that's like on your phone no I've never I don't have well, a landline you know, or on your mobile as well oh. sometimes it clicks and it's someone accessing really can, they can listen into phone conversations just just in case because yeah. that's under the Prevention of Terrorism Act isn't yes it? yeah well I mean a good people way to want prevent to terrorism to would be to stop the Bush family hanging out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bin ladens that yeah. would be a good way wouldn't it stop like you know raping their country for oil would yeah. be great um my daughter came out with a classic the other night that you know how like in the in the wards of kids they just come out with stuff we were watching something on the tv we're watching all about russia on the television and isabella said oh why is obama getting involved in russia what has it got to do with him he doesn't rule the world <laughs> <laughs> something he does yeah oh russia terrifies me i'm afraid of russia are you they're pretty big they're making moves and they don't really seem to sort of you know their idea of democracy is pretty skewed isn't it yeah yeah oh well we'll be tapped in a minute if we don't steer away from russia become for me back to beyonce yeah (laughs) words of wisdom eh (laughs) i have some words of wisdom for you Miss and ukip you mustn't speak about ukip because yeah, they, I believe they, they've um, pulled off some adverts. Mm-hmm. So what's the story? So I, I saw it briefly, but I didn't. Allegedly, if you speak about Nigel Farage being a fascist, <laughs> then they will come to your door and tell you to stop doing that. Which is oh, kind, really kind of the definition of being a fascist. Um, <laughs> and they'll take down. Uh, allegedly, I don't know. They'll take down all the sort of UKIP documents. Yes. Right. And then there was a, was it question time? It was question time, where an audience member had something very smart to say about McCarthyism and that he'd, he knows that UKIP is bullshit and they're a pack of racists, basically. And uh, But he said it in a very eloquent, nice way. Mm-hmm. And of course, UKIP said, nope, he's a BBC plant. This is not, nobody feels this way on their own. This is, this is more indoctrination from the BBC as to why you should. And look at UKIP's last on the list, on the ballot. UKIP comes last. Well, that's because it's, like it's alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Extraordinary. Well, I, th- I saw the VNP ranting and raving about how UKIP is still in all their ideas. Ah. <laughs> Shush. That's great. That now was the- my idea. I thought of it for. I thought of hating people first based on the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Back off. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the world is scary. And so to speak about celebrities and to do all that fluff, people say it's meaningless. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Well, what I like about talking about celebrities is I kind of feel like with the breakdown of community, how we don't know our neighbours anymore, the one unifying mm. pe- the unifying thing we do know about celebrities. So rather than saying her at number 14, her and her husband had a real fight in a lift the other day there, we're saying, did you see Beyonce and Jay-Z? Yeah. What I do find, there was something, I've, I pulled this out of the Evening Standard the other day there because in keeping with the, the Google Ooh. thing... Amazon has revealed the habits of what people buy in certain areas. In certain areas, they buy more of one thing than another. Okay. And it's got the different areas in London. We, um, in North Londoners, like us, yes. we apparently buy hamster food, nappies, and bio oil. Awesome. Which is pretty good. Cool. You know, 
that doesn't make us well in West London I don't think that makes us wankers no hamster food and bio oil good for scar treatment mm-hmm. um, in the West London they buy in the West London in West London <laughs> sure in the West they buy Bollinger tennis balls and cat food what's Bollinger champagne oh West London they cat food of course they and I feel quite bad about South London because they buy Kit Kats chunky Kit Kats and uh, Davina's fitness DVD can think, do you know what? If you just cut out one of those, <laughs> oh no, have to buy the other one. And they buy those things on Amazon. I wouldn't go to Amazon for a Kit Kat. When you are ordering Kit Kat Chunky and Kit Kat <laughs> Original in bulk, you need to get that shit on Amazon. You need to leave the house. If you did Walk so, you need a workout DVD. <laughs> oh my, how tragic. Where is that? This is in, this is London. This is East this South? London. South London is, are big on, um, on uh, Kit Kats and, and fitness oh, DVDs. We've got a go. and. Jillian Michaels' 30-day shred. Do you know what that is? Jillian Michaels is the one that looks at poop. That's Jillian McKeith, oh, isn't it? Oh, then I don't know who Jillian Michaels is. She's got a 30-day shred, whatever that means. Shred. Oh, oh, is she a celebrity trainer? She may well be. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is grim, and I feel like we need to make a trip to South London. And- I think we do. In East London, they're big into knitting. Okay. Well, yeah, the hipsters, of course. Little, like, beard ah, warmers. Yeah, they're just knitting beanies. <laughs> walking through the streets of Shoreditch. Oh, gosh. I thought it was really interesting because they must, I mean, they do have that thing, other things you might be interested in. So, you you know, they're not hiding from the fact, mm. the fact that they're, um, but it's going to be like, what's that, um, that Tom Cruise film where you walked along just adverts specific to Tom Cruise's eyeballs? What? Minority Report. Oh, Minority Report? yes, that's happening. When they walk, he, am I going crazy? No, that's he exactly right. He did walk right. through the streets and like adverts would pop up and say, hello, have you tried the, the new maca latte? Yes. Yeah. And also, didn't they value people based on their health? It's like you were an undesirable if you were sick or because they had all your DNA. Oh, God. I don't, rem- I don't remember that. Or was that like possibly something else? I don't remember. I'm, I'm so bad for watching films and then about three quarters of the way through going, oh, I've seen this. Minority Report is great. That's the one with them. Uh, the three things in a tub. Emily Mortimer. Emily Mortimer. Yeah. Is that who I want to say? Yes, I think so. And they're lying in like that water with like lots of things stuck on their head. And they prevent crime. Yeah, because they see the future, don't they? Mm-hmm. I have a friend who believes she's psychic, and I believe her as well. Really? You know when someone comes to you and they say, "I'm a psychic," and you go, okay. "Oh, here's the Looney Tune. I can't wait for this chat." She is <laughs> really. She's worked with Beyonce. She's working with Nicole Kidman, who she says was never pregnant. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Well, right after she supposedly had Sunday roast, that baby, um, her boobs were teeny, 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 tiny. And now we know that some women lose weight straight away after having a baby, but your boobs Boobs don't disappear in a day. Well, it takes a bit like, what is it? Not six weeks for the milk to run, run down, isn't it? Something like that. I don't know. So she feels like there is a society, this upper echelon of not just fame, but like the super, super elite. And they have something. And now oh, we talk a lot about, I'm just seeing like a complete crazy person on this podcast. No, I love it. Um, so she doesn't believe she's a psychic in that she could say, oh, your granny's listening and she wants you to know. Oh, it's not, go, oh, <laughs> that's how they do it. It's a psychic ghost voice. Okay. Um, but she believes that um, intuition is something that we all recognize and the link between your mind and your physical being. Anybody who gets nervous and has diarrhea knows that. You know, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So 
intuition. Sometimes you walk up to someone and you, you have this feeling of, oh, I've seen, been here before, yeah. or you get a vibe that you don't like someone. She sometimes, and can't really control it, but just as though you might get a sneeze coming on, she kind of has these feelings about people and she can read energy really well. She knows who's kind of got a dark energy and who's good. And then sometimes she'll just start speaking and telling you like, oh, I need to tell you this and this about Oh, we need to get her on the job. podcast. She sounds brilliant. She can't do it all the time, but she can, she can feel on. it happening and she describes it as just this inner knowing and she's very successful and focused on her work and and her work is being a psychic, is it? No, 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 no. Not at all. Oh, no. wow. Okay. She was a ballerina for a long time. Oh, is she sinewy and thin? She is. And she can go to the Magic Castle. She is. And she's a writer and an actress. She's really cool. And that's what makes it difficult. Because if anybody else came to me and was like, oh, oh I was okay. like, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, you are. She's Would you so... like a chunky Kit Kat and the <laughs> Davina DVD? <laughs> yeah. I could tell how this is going to work out. <laughs> she's cool. She's smart. And she, um, she's really in touch with just calm and herself and she believes that it's anything like a muscle that anyone can work on is this intuition well it's funny you say that because i was watching two things i'm going to tell you on that on that thing i was watching do you have you seen blackfish mm-hmm. and about how they see how intuitive killer whales are and they've got a whole area of their brain that's really advanced and developed and they call it the intuition this which which we don't we don't have we don't we haven't done any work on therefore that part of the brain of us is really small and it was when i thought it was really interesting how they were saying like they just get killer whales and put them in with other killer whales that they don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing like the wild because in the wild they only ever hang out with family. Yes. And people they're related to. Which, you know, I think that's amazing. I think if killer whales can live through that on a daily basis, I can barely do three days at home at Christmas. <laughs> I think that's impressive of them. But um, so I think I do believe there's something about intuition there. But um, my stepdad, my, my stepdad and my mum divorced quite um, acrimoniously a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think I was, I was about 20 and uh, my stepdad thinks all that psychic is stuff and nonsense stuff and nonsense and my mum lost her sister when my my mum's sister was like 43 I think my mum's sister was um Eileen and my dad's girlfriend lost her mum recently and wanted to go to a psychic okay so they went to this big sort of my dad was my stepdad was really not into it but he went along to support his girlfriend and and he he knew that um she wanted some sort of closure and some sort of reaching out and whether you believe in psychics or not I don't know I think part of the science part of my brain says no I think it's complete rubbish and I don't believe in it and the human side of my brain says if it gives people comfort and they hear something then so fucking what I I kind of feel that about atheism as well what if you know atheist what if you're just right shut up and just be right rather than banging on about someone else's faith so they go to this um this psychic and they're sitting in the audience and the psychic goes to my dad's girlfriend and says I've got a lady here who really likes peacocks and roses and you know my dad's girlfriend was so happy because she got closure and that was her mum come through and she said your mum's very happy and she's holding roses and that's love for you and blah 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 and so um she was really happy and then the woman said to Sandra and who's Eileen what and um she went I don't I don't know an Eileen and the psychic then went to my dad and said oh sorry it's for you it's for you and my dad went, she went, who's Eileen? And dad said, I don't know an Eileen. She went, okay then, who's Anne? And my dad <gasps> went, that's my ex-wife. Well, I've got Eileen here, Anne's sister. And dad went, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my, my, wife, my ex-wife's sister. Apparently my dad's face just went scarlet. He was mortified and embarrassed because he doesn't believe in this shit. And the woman said that um, she folded her arms and looked at my dad. She said, well, this is what she's saying to me. I bet you didn't expect to see me here, did you? <gasps> she was in the lift defending her sister. <laughs> 
<laughs> she, oh my god! And apparently my dad walked out and went, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. How funny is that? That's very interesting. Because also he was there from a, the point, the standpoint of a non-believer. Yes. Yeah. It's energy, isn't it? And I, I think it's silly well, that, to dismiss it. That's the one thing it. about, because science says energy cannot be destroyed or created. Mm-hmm. So it goes somewhere. Yep. It's, or it's, it's physics. It's physics that say energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just moves yeah. somewhere else. And with the whales and they all they are is social. They have language, but they move as a group. They kind of think as a group. They're guessing. We don't have that brain. They've done yeah. MRIs. I think... Um, and you've seen that sort of clip of killer whales um, killing a seal, going yeah. for a seal. And they're all trying... Like the one, two of them go and create a wave and try and flip yes. the seal off the iceberg and it doesn't move. So then a third one comes along. We could work like that. If we spent less time focusing on communicating, sharing through sh- social media and really tried to share this way yeah. I think we could do it there was um, we could change the world shall we shall we change the world for let's the start today I like the idea and I saw it done in Australia of um, buying forward in a coffee shop mm, yeah so you um, pay for an extra coffee because I mean a couple of extra quid's not going to leave me destitute but I think it's a nice idea to pay for an extra quid for coffee so that someone else can come in and have a free coffee. Yeah, we do that in Canada as well. Do you? There's a coffee shop called Tim Hortons. It's amazing. It's so much better than any other coffee shop. And it pays its taxes. Um, and you <laughs> queue up. And uh, people are addicted to Tim Hortons. I mean, the, the Illuminati may be operating out of... Because it's so delicious. You oh, have really? to have it every day. Yes. And they have donuts and sandwiches and the coffee is just great. And um, most of the time, you don't even pay for your own coffee. You pay for the one behind you because you order at a window and then you pay at the next window okay so you you order then when you get to the window to pay you pay for the order behind you but someone has already done that for you so it happens so often that you very rarely pay for your own at all and the cynical part of my brain is going so what if you just (laughs) if you've ordered an espresso and you're paying for a 10 pound coffee you should every time you go to Tim Hortons you should order all the sandwiches (laughs) all the donuts as many coffees as you can carry (laughs) you will not pay for it Oh wow, it's a nice idea. But then I have that kind of, I have that sort of being torn between being the, the nice non-cynical person and being, yeah. um, and being not being sort of being taken for a, a mug. And yeah. like in Madrid, I, we went to Madrid for two days, and um, for a, we hadn't seen each other for ages, so we went to Madrid and we had two days away, and we we're sitting in a bar in Madrid. And it was so cool. We didn't have the kids with us, and we were having having a glass of wine during the day which as you know as a parent is the most exotic thing you can do because you're not responsible for keeping anyone alive Um, and uh, someone came in and pinched my handbag (gasps) and it was I paid for the whole weekend and I said Stephen you know leave your wallet at home this is all on me babe so all my euros were in my purse and he hadn't brought any money out with him so this and they'd come in and they'd put their hand hand into my handbag they'd unzip my bag took my phone and my purse and and I'd seen them, we'd seen them. We were like, those guys look dodgy. Oh, what are no. they doing? They don't even have a drink. You know how all the information was there, but we just chose not to process it because yep. we were on holiday. And you kind of do that thing where you go, I feel like such an idiot because I saw it all. I saw, I had all the information there. I just didn't yeah. make it equal what it was, what it equaled. And the guy looked at my husband as he was walking out the door. So he knew, he knew we knew. So it's, he ran to the, Stephen ran to the door and the guy was gone. And he was really, really upset. And we were both upset. We were about to go for dinner in this oldest restaurant in Madrid. But we yeah. couldn't because we didn't have any money now, obviously. And um, and um, he was really, really upset. And I said, but I don't want to be that. We're the kind of people that get to go to Madrid for two days. And they're the kind of people that have to risk being arrested and stealing a wallet. So 
you know, there's a there's an element. Yeah, it's horrible what they've done, but there's an element of pity that we have to have there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was like, oh, can you not be so fucking Pollyanna? Can't you just be angry <laughs> person? Well, because I just don't want to be that person. But then I come home and a guy asks me for a fiver outside a shop after a gig. I was coming home, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I said, no, sorry, mate. And then I walked into the, 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 um, the shop and I thought, don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that just because you've been robbed is now making somebody who maybe needs a fiver mm-hmm. not get it. And so I came out thinking, I'm going to give him that fiver. I'm going to give him that fiver. And he was approaching someone else saying, can I have a fiver for a, you know, he said to me, can I have a fiver for a glass, for a, 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 a can of juice, miss? Can I have a can of juice? And he was like, saying to this guy, can I have a fiver for a McDonald's? And I thought, yeah. you were just going around asking for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is the trouble. There are people, you're right to, to think that we're privileged and there are people who aren't, but they're being greedy. And if everyone in the world stopped being greedy, that's the big guys included, which will never happen. If everyone in the world stopped being greedy, then there wouldn't be people who needed to steal. Like, people who are Do you think homeless. there wouldn't be people who needed to steal? Or do you think there'd be people that would do it for for a sport, for fun, for something? Oh, no, nothing? there would be. Yeah, but they're greedy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's enough um, to sustain the population of the world. Okay. But we don't. How do you feel about Gary Barlow not paying his taxes? Badly. I think it's mean. I just wonder how much money you need. Well, it's not about how much, is it? It's about... Um, how much you can save sometimes it's just like why would I pay that if I don't have to because it's your right it's your duty to pay if you're if you're doing all right it's your duty to look after those less fortunate isn't it but I think he's a on, lot of us he's on a talent show trying to give people their big break yeah. but he's not giving anyone a big break that could actually benefit from yeah. a couple of extra quid in their pocket oh you live at home yeah your parents are dead you're on benefits oh that's a shame come on my talent show yeah <laughs> It's like, well, if you contributed a little bit to the government with all your friends. Yeah, my benefits might be slightly high. I feel sorry for Jason Orange, though, because he wasn't mm. in the scheme, was he? No. He's only just found out how much his bandmates are. <laughs> yeah. he, they're stealing from him. Yeah, hey. they're, playing, they're paying him in lollipops. Well, I like paying tax. I think it, it makes me feel like I've accomplished something. I'm like, ah, oh, look at all the tax I had to pay. Sucks a bit. You know, you don't yeah. like to see it go, especially when you know it's being mishandled. Yeah. But you feel like it's nice. I don't to understand contribute. the big corporations. Like you mentioned Starbucks like earlier on. Not oh paying. yeah. I don't understand. I don't know if I'm just thick or if I don't understand. I don't understand why the government said like Vodafone, um, they don't pay their taxes. But if they were to pay their taxes, they'd leave the country. And I'm kind of, and, it, and they wouldn't stay here. And I don't understand the point of them being in the country. Yeah. If they're not paying their taxes, and they say, oh, but our employees are. But yeah, but that'll be crap though in comparison to what you can pay. Yeah. They made this um, Walmart human centipede um, where the employees were being paid just a little bit to work for this huge corporation. And then those employees were then spending what little they had at Walmart, which is where they could afford something. And then it was just this cyclical. I think it's really nice what J.K. Rowling said, where um, there was a time in her life where she needed government assistance. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, she likes living in England in a high tax Bracket, bracket and yeah. paying it and giving back to a country that she thinks gave her a lot and then now they're going to shut down the nhs and yeah to the tune of um because they're they're they're, they're short of cash which is probably the same amount that vodafone owe in taxes if they had that mm. from vodafone they probably and i, I tell you um they say all the emergency services are on Vodafone. Did you see that? That was an advert oh. trusted by all the emergency services. You kind of think, mm. right? So you know when there's like a disaster, like when when the Soho bombing went off, nobody could get a reception on their mobile phones because what they did was they shut down 
quite a lot of the service uh, of the of the public um, oh. phones so that the emergency services could talk to each other okay. and get there. So it kind of means that if you're on Vodafone, part of the Illuminati, yeah. you can still have a phone signal when the shit hits the fan because the emergency services use that. Oh, hey Vodafone. This podcast sponsored by Vodafone. <laughs> well, possibly, you know, maybe maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but um, I don't know what the answer is. You and I would be the Tastalian Claudia Wilkinman of the world yeah, just really. running it We're as sisters come and sort it all out. <laughs> yeah. If we all just hold hands, yeah, we'll be fine because when you're holding hands, you can't make a fist. I have some plans to work it out. Okay. We need to stop being fed poison. And I mean that in literal sense, like food. Right. I think our food is poison. I eat it. I love it. I like burgers and I like chips and I like all that. But if we ate what grew from the earth and we stopped putting pesticides in it, that'd be really good for us. I also think, now this is a long shot. I like it. We should make beef illegal. Really? Illegal. Okay. Because cows are responsible for three quarters of all climate emissions. I believe so. I know there are farmers who are not going to like that statement, but they can be given government funds to start being, wait for it, beekeepers. Ah. They can retrain as beekeepers. We'll have more bees because as I understand it, we are running low on those. I believe so. And then that is like the first step to people not being sick and medicated as much as they are, not putting such a strain on And bee and honey services. is really good for allergies. Oh, yep. So rather than actually getting the big pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. you just get uh, honey. Yeah. And that's what I would hay do. Fever. Apparently if you suffer from hay fever, you're meant to eat honey from that area. Local because, honey, yeah. Yeah, local honey helps you. We should always um, try to have locally sourced. Produce. Yeah, because that farmer is kind of set up to feed his area. When we get stuff from a farmer that's mass producing stuff, they're going to cut corners to do that. Yeah. And, and then I read this thing where organic food is taxed higher. They have to kind of prove that their stuff is yeah. okay. And it's this, and that's why it's so much more expensive. One of the reasons I just don't know anymore. I don't like being a grown up. Organic food's like, and also goes all, it needs to become, um, to come from closer to you because it goes off so much quicker, doesn't it? Yep. And it makes sense to eat what's in the air. I was kind of bizarre. Like, you know how, um, we were, I was talking to the kids about, we were talking about skin colour and they were asking why people have different skin mm. tones. And I was going, well, I guess it's from where you're originally from because if you need like a high protection from the sun, you're going to have more pigment in your skin and that's going to protect you. Yeah. And then one of them did that thing where they ask a question, which I've got no fucking idea what the answer is. And it was about, that's what it was. Um, Max was saying that we should just, um, things in our area, we're programmed to be in our area, so we should eat what grows near, near us and... Um, because if you say you eat a mango, but you're actually from London, it might give you a tummy ache because yeah. mangoes grow. And that's kind of like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But uh. that is true. We're not really meant to be having sushi, I think, Caucasians. I think there's something that where we can't metabolize it that well. Really? Raw fish. Yeah, in the we, way that like, in some people in like Japan and China yeah. have problems digesting milk. They're like, exactly that. They? Uh-huh. I thought Max was going to say something quite offensive of like, oh, well, if we're designed with our skin to be where we're from, then we should just all go back yeah. there. I was like, oh, Max, no. Max, no, Max, is, Max is kind of very no. measured. He's not, I you know, know. He, he occasionally comes out with things that you go, whoa. He's funny. We're verging, we're verging on the races there. But I thought it was kind of, I, that is probably a valid point that we should be eating food that grows close to us because it's the healthiest. But I don't know what grows in North London. Maybe rats. apples. <laughs> yeah. Here's your rat stew, children. Hamster food, nappies, <laughs> bio oil. Happy Sunday. Yeah. Coconut oil. A girl called Yasmin Akram. She's in Sherlock with you. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm not 
cool enough. I'm gonna to watch for like her. two minutes, two seconds. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Well done. I've heard wonderful things. Um, she does this thing called oil pulling, where you like swish coconut oil around in your mouth for twenty minutes a day, which is a really long time. It is a really long time. It's does meant she have to kids. No. See, that's why she can Imagine do that. that. I'm more so from Mama's got something on her mouth. Two minutes. It's a good idea, actually. You don't have to converse for a while. So you just wait. What happens if you do oil pulling? It pulls out all these toxins, and then it's apparently good for you on many levels. And is she super healthy? She's trying to be. Cool. Yeah. And coconut oil, you can cook with it, and you can put it on your I've skin. I've got coconut oil because I cook with coconut oil because I was told that um, when you put olive oil on your salads, it's really good for you. But mm. when you cook with olive oil, there's a chemical change that's <gasps> not quite so good for you. Okay. So I cook with coconut oil because you can't taste it. It doesn't taste of anything when it's... It's a little bit sweet. It's nice. Yeah. But it doesn't really flavor any differently. Uh-uh. Hmm. I like this show. Coconut oil. Words are, well, I just kind of like, I want to talk about things that I find interesting. And I find it interesting. We've gone from Jay-Z to be on Beyonce <laughs> to coconut oil. And uh, what oil pulling? Yes. Right. So Google it. And then you swish it around in your mouth. Beware, though, Google. Then we'll know that you're into coconut oil pulling. Oil pulling. They're going to think that you're out to get the Middle East. Yeah. Fracking. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Googling <laughs> fracking next. That's gas, isn't it? Yes. I'm going to write down Jay-Z and Beyonce just so that I can remember what we're talking about. One of the things I was thinking about when we were speaking about psychics, this idea that I love about energy. My auntie is a midwife and a nurse, so she's seen a lot of people be born and a lot of people die. Yeah. And she says there's definitely, she just knows it, something that goes into you and then something that goes out. You know when a baby's born, it's a bit ghibli, yeah. Yeah. and then it all of a sudden goes... <gasps> And it's alive. Yeah. It's like that. And then when you die, the bones, before you're, you know, when you get elderly, the way things should go, the bones in your head start to unfuse, kind of go apart again like a baby. All right. You know how when a baby's born, those bones aren't fused in its skull. Yeah, yeah. Elderly people, apparently those kind of start to separate as well. And she's seen them. And when they die, there is just something that, I don't know, I hope. Have you been in the presence of someone dying? Yeah. Not dying, no. My, um cousin's husband was like was very sick and died and we were with him and holding his hand and then we said to the nurse what are we doing she was like just make sure his passage out of here is yeah you know is as comfortable as you'd want it to be so we're stroking his hand and telling him we loved him and the skin his skin sort of changed from mm-hmm. from skin feeling to sort of almost like whack sort of waxy wow like yeah like but not a sort of do you remember when you were little and you got a doll for Christmas and it was that new sort of plasticky, waxy? Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. It's but it, sort of changed, it was like over about maybe two, three minutes. I could actually feel it ugh, under my hand. Well, she said she had a very vivid dream about coming to the end of her life, getting older. She remembered her legs felt really heavy. Okay. And she just felt she knew she was getting old and she was dying. And then she came to the end of her life and there was a place... I wouldn't call it a physical place or a person, but she said she knew that she got to then choose where her energy would go. And you can't put all of it into one person or you'll, it'll be too much. It will upset the balance of that person, but you can kind of sprinkle it into all the different people that you choose in your life. So you could have some in each child. This was in her dream. This is in her dream. And having experienced so much life and so much death, it I don't, you know, it's just another of many theories, but I love that idea. And I think it also accounts for emotional intelligence and how we're getting smarter mm-hmm. and more advanced as a society over time. And even as you age, I'm, I'm more uh, emotionally 
with it, I think, than I was when I was 10. Of course, yeah. we all are. But maybe there's you a little of bit. Of course, we all are. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> I've met lots of boys. The ladies. <laughs> I think maybe there's some of my grandma in me. And yeah. maybe there's some of, you know, people that I knew gave me some energy yeah. to go forward with. That makes sense. I love sense. that idea. That makes sense. And then if you're not one of those emotionally involved people, maybe just nobody's been picking you. <laughs> you're like the last one in gym class. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to live with him. I'm not going to waste my energy on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a lost cause. Exactly right. That's a good idea. So I it's like not that. being haunted. Yeah. But then, as you said, if you get to choose where your energy goes, and going back to energy not being created or destroyed, it has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. I mean, I like the idea that something... Because they say your your um your body... Say if you like if you weighed yourself just before you died, and mm-hmm. then they weighed your dead body, it would be like it's like seven ounces lighter or something. Yeah. Because they, that's the, they reckon that's the weight of your soul. And when your soul leaves your body, you get lighter. And it's a fact that your, your, your corpse is lighter than your body. Yeah. I wonder if many years from now we'll look back on this time and think how stupid we were. <laughs> like, yeah, when we're all being ruled by killer whales, we'll be like, oh, I hate living in the ocean. <laughs> I hate They're it. all walking over about here. I hate being stuck in a room full of people I don't know with all these killer whales watching me do tricks. Yeah. It's so shitty. That will happen. They're yeah. in the higher sort of state of consciousness though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But I like the idea that we're all emotionally evolving. I find that as I get older, I have less friends, but I, I um, have better friends. Yes. And I have like my friends that I've got more. And also I'm much better at kind of going, I think we're done here, mate. Like, even if we've been, you know, I had a friend that I sort of broke up with because oh. it just made me feel bad about myself and had done for like 15 years. And I was kind of like, do you know what? I think I'm d-. also having a daughter. I think yeah. it's really interesting because it makes you want to be the kind of person they want. It makes you sort of want to live the life by example. Yeah. So you, I don't want to be hanging on to toxic friends because I don't want my daughter to be going, well, mum had that toxic friend. This is part of life. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be part of life, does it? No. And she can be your new friend. Your daughter. <laughs> my daughter. Yeah. I'd always, be friends with her. With my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I always worry about those girls that say, oh, my mum's my best friend. You're like, really? You need to have a <laughs> Just your mum? Well, I'm my mum's best friend. Are you? But she's maybe not mine. Really? Who's your best friend? My daughter's my best friend. Isn't that sad? No. You're my best friend. (laughs) Today. (laughs) No, I love my mum. I love my mum, but we're so far away from each other. Anyway, you're my best friend, and I'm really sad that you didn't know that you were my best friend. I'm sorry about that. How sad. You can be my best friend. How's that? Thank you. New best friends. Yay! My best friend is television. (laughs) Well, Wendy... Is it time for you to go? go. You gotta go. Thank you so much for coming and chatting to us today. It was lovely. I think we're gonna go to prison. Do you think we're gonna go to prison? I hope so. I think the Illuminati's gonna come for us. (laughs) And Jay Z and Beyonce are gonna come down on us like a ton of bricks. But you know. Solange will come and save us, so it'll all be fine. Thank you so much for coming in. I've had a lovely, lovely time with you. It's a nice excuse to see you. Oh yeah, well come come by again. Come by again and just talk talk words of wisdom. Thank you very much. Yeah.